And now, the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. Oh man, so we gotta we gotta figure out how we're uh, how how we're starting things off because this one's got a cold open. Yeah, it does have a cold <laughs> like open. we can't we can't do the bit where I cut out the cold open and stick it back in before again. Yeah, we did that before. We we did that one already. So like we gotta what's, we gotta come up with open? another another cold open bit. Um, um I'm, I I think this this is right the here cold, yeah, is, this is the, the cold, cold open, open bit. The bit about the bit. Right. Exactly. That's deep. Uh-huh. <laughs> like a fine tiramisu, there is layer after layer after layer on this bit. Also like an ogre. <laughs> oh, hi there. Welcome to the pod. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but most folks around here just call me Dylan. Why don't you get the whole family together and join us for another exciting episode of the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Welcome to the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And uh, we're back. <laughs> we are indeed. I crossed oceans to be back with you people. Oh yeah, he's 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 dedicated to the cause. I had a seven hour delay in Boston just for you people. <laughs> I I hope you feel the love. Oh, I'm I can only feel crying the love a little bit. <laughs> um, welcome back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're 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 discussing. Episode 523 this week. Mm-hmm. Here today, gone tomorrow, part one. Yes, yes, sir. Part one of three? Yeah. What? Yeah, I, uh, it's uh, counter, counter moves in, in my mind. <laughs> this is uh, this is the resp- or Well, it's only counter, counter moves if you don't count battle lines as the counter moves to counter moves. So then it could be three counter moves deep. Okay, I think I'm counter, tracking. Counter, counter moves. All right, fair. We're back. Yep. Didn't you miss us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so this is this is part one of a three-parter. It was originally a two-parter. Interesting. And you'll notice that the Hobbit movies—they're like eighteen minutes. Yeah, like the Hobbit <laughs> movies, and we all know how well that turned out. But uh, but you'll notice they're like eighteen minutes each. Yeah, like they're short episodes. Yeah. So the initial thing was they were gonna do a two part episode with part one being called Here Today, yeah, and part two being called Gone Tomorrow. How very Odyssey of them! It was a great idea, and then they realized that they had to do it in three parts. Yeah, why couldn't so, you just pad the album with like a BTV episode and then just do it? In well. Two? It wasn't. It wasn't to stretch out the album. It was because of the amount of stuff they had to cover. No, oh, okay, that's fair. Um, because yeah, looking looking here at 18, the eighteen thirty six, fifty four, fifty four minutes. Yeah, something so like that. So that would be like twenty seven minute episode yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and I think the I think part three is longer than eighteen minutes, but yeah, still reading from the uh, the official guide. 
this episode remained a two-part episode until a couple days before the recording. Hmm. They uh, did like a read-through of the final script and decided that there was like the plot was too crammed. Yeah. It focused too much on Connie and Mitch and too little on the investigation with Wit. Yeah. Um, and so they like the weekend before recording rewrote the script um which is incredible considering how well these episodes work Mm -hmm. yeah like that makes a little bit more sense though there's some of this dialogue that's a bit like like it it feels very expositional yes we we get some we'll we'll get into it we'll get into it but it's good but yeah okay so there's two two main things i want to hit on from the guide here one is an incredible Incredible quote from Kathy Buchanan. All right. <laughs> That's just... Once again, the boys changed the episode from my sweet, simple love story to yet another saga in- of intrigue and mystery involving computers and technical dilemmas. These guys must buy their wives modems for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just throwing some shade some at the rest of the Odyssey shade. team. Honestly, like, that... <laughs> Yeah, that could be a new segment on the show where we just, like, project as to what, like, tea is going down and, like, who hates who. Yeah, no no kidding. Um, I feel like um, there's got to be so much resentment from the writers towards, like, the wit character. Because it's like, we can't get rid of him. And, like, Connie's got to be like, what is anything good going to happen to me ever? I am yeah. still the same person. I think yeah. I might have graduated college. I think. <laughs> oh man. But but the other thing which is crazy is up up to the album up through album 50 when this book was published. Mm-hmm. This is the only time they've had a second recording unit. Mm-hmm. So they had two different teams working on different portions of the episodes in two studios at the same time. Wow. Two different directors two studios working on the same script with actors moving back and forth between them and that sort of thing. Cause they had to cram yeah. to get three episodes out in a time where they, they like, it says they reserved time for two episodes, but they had, and to, do they had to do three. Yeah. Um, Jeez. which is, yeah, that's rough and impressive. Well, it, yeah. It's interesting. Cause like, I don't think I would have like, known in a lot of, television and especially in movies second unit is like super common yeah so it's it's both interesting that this is the only time that they've had to do it um just from yeah just like that's just an interesting tidbit but then also like considering it's the only time you don't notice it doesn't no i wouldn't have at all had you not said anything so it's weird considering that the that they're talking about this two studios kathy buchanan's talking about her revisions to her script and all that and mm-hmm. yet on all three parts of here today gone tomorrow only kathy buchanan is credited for writing and only marshall younger is credited for directing because mm. i don't know that they've they, they definitely have episodes sometimes where it's two people wrote it yeah um but this one it sounds like kathy buchanan kind of had a plan and then they writer's room yeah yeah a bunch of it so she still gets main writing credit but then 
who directed the portions that Marshall Younger didn't direct is like an interesting question. Cause I don't think there's ever been an episode that's got two credited directors. Hmm. Um, and this is no exception, even though the they specifically divided. say <laughs> yeah. they directed with two different people. So there's gotta whoever, be something back there. Whoever, whoever this uncredited director. Thanks. Hi, we're, we're, you did, you did good, man. Yeah. We, you did a good job. Thanks yeah. for that. Uh, Message us on Twitter at the Wadfam Chalk <laughs> yeah, Pod. Yeah, yeah. Tw- Let us tweet us. Tweet us. We, tweet yeah. us. we, we tweet really us. like that. <laughs> tweet us. us. Uh, uh, other other notes quick before we roll the promo, because we are already stretching this out. Oh, yeah. Um, this episode aired June 28th of 2003, mm-hmm. uh, a month after the previous episode we covered, and almost exactly a year after Exit. Interesting. So Exit aired uh july 6th yeah 2002 so this is like one week short of a year um that we are revisiting spoiler alert charles reappears in this episode that's why we're covering it because it's nova (laughs) and connie and mitch (laughs) it's we're covering it because we are in the connie and mitch segment of the podcast yes yes we're covering it for that reason but also because but also because when we were initially talking about doing this show i for there are scenes from here today gone tomorrow specifically the third part that i thought, thought were, were nova cop they are it's <laughs> and okay. then i was like oh i okay. still want to talk about that stuff yeah <laughs> so yeah it's a nuts yeah. oh man yeah all right uh so, are you yeah. good if i roll the promo oh yeah go Damn. right ahead There's a lot there. Yeah. What is that music? I. It's very like 50s spy kind yeah, of feel, but also like like Fourth of July parade. Oh, a little, a little bit Fourth of July parade. Like it, it's yeah. It's also, got, the anti wit. Yeah, definitely plays into the god metaphor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You aren't even trying. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah, they, they refer to anti wit in the episode, and oh boy, yeah, he's you know, he's God, yeah, or Jesus, or right, both, uh, yeah, something, something like that. But also, this thing does like so as as we said during our cold open, <laughs> this episode has a cold open, yes, um, and it does. The cold open does the same thing that the um, the that, promo. Yeah, that the promo does, which is having um, making a big point about oh, with being taken downtown. Yeah, and that it, it's, it's like, not a big deal at all. <laughs> the episode has the scene where Wit gets taken downtown, the uh, um, intro music, mm-hmm. then. Uh, a scene where Connie and Mitch are discussing that, and then Witch just walking in and being like, "Yeah, it's fine. I had an alibi." Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. You're right. My notes are funny because I wrote down no intro, and then my next note is 
just kidding there's an intro because <laughs> i was yeah. like i was so confused well because it was interesting like it, it opened with the and now adventures, adventures in odyssey. odyssey yeah which that is a signal that hey we're not doing a full intro yeah and then they do this because it's not even a cold open because they no. open plenty of episodes like that yeah and now like adventures a pseudo cold open yeah. because then they cut to the theme song but it's it's the theme song with the wit intro, mm-hmm. but then it doesn't get, we don't get scenes from the episode no. or a recap of previous episodes. It's just a lot of music mostly. Yeah. And it's weird that they did that instead of just having like the normal transition music that they would do between scenes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe they just needed to pad the runtime. Yeah, that would make the most sense. But if you're going to do that, why not start the episode with, with the, the intro. intro? Yeah. Because splitting Dramatic it up. Flair yeah, I, I think it's supposed to build more time for the, you know, the weight yeah. thing. But they do that all the time by having a commercial break and then coming back from it. Yeah. It's, it's weirdly structured in that one way. Which is so interesting. And, and. Humor me in this. What is the longest like you should wait in a in a show to get the intro? Because I was watching Name Drop, an episode of Scrubs the other day, and there's like <laughs> six minutes before you get the intro. Yeah. And I'm like, so much has already happened. Like what why Oh, I mean Breaking Bad's famous for that. Okay, I didn't for doing crazy long Bad. ones. I also I think there's an episode of Mr. Robot that the entire episode is the cold open and they just like do the intro in like the last minute of the show (laughs) and it's hilarious that makes sense um that's why that show has won so many awards that show is so good talking about other people's stuff man yeah but it's good hey it's got an odyssey connection though it does have sound engineering it's relevant (laughs) and scrubs does too and that is me (laughs) (laughs) I am the tie. <laughs> the ties that bind, as it were. Oh, man. It's 11 o'clock at night. Please. Please. Oh, Please don't hate me. So, yeah. So, the I don't know. The premise of this episode is Mitch doesn't know if he should join the FBI. Yeah. Wit is, it gets, I don't know, in trouble for a hit and run that he yeah. didn't actually do yeah um he gets in trouble for a hit and run that he didn't do and then um gets caught up in like with identity theft right and then they're basically mitch and connie and wit go on a goose goose chase yes goose they hunt, do um to to find out who stole wit's identity yeah and uh oh boy Oh yeah, there's 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 some good some good stuff for coming, boys. Yeah, and, why? And girls. Okay, I don't discriminate. I'm just gonna we're just going through the first scene real quick. This officer is so terrible at being discreet. Cause in my head, right, he's walking in in full uniform. Yeah, but coming but, up, talking to Wit, and he goes, "Hey, um, I don't want to make a scene, but I have to take you down to the office for some questioning," and then. If you're a child sitting in a booth, you see a police officer walk in, say something too loudly to be considered discreet, and then walk out with wit. Yeah, but, okay, so 
they get around it a little bit by the officer walks in and wits like, oh, like, what do you want to eat or whatever? Yeah. Like, he tries yeah. to take the officer's order and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I have to do it this to you and so it's not like he cuffed wit and took him out like no no, no they're no. just kind of strolling out there yeah. and i think the casual observer would be like oh wit's going to chat with a police officer like because he it's does that it's Stu burke yeah it, our, our established must. police officer what a guy um, from so good, what though. he was in the he was in exit he was in one yeah. of those like yeah. final episodes he he recurs he's bob hoose yep it's, it's, it's a, a good deal um, um Go for it. Uh, yeah, so so Burke takes him out. We mm-hmm. cut back to we do the whole intro yeah. theme song, whatever, come back in, and Mitch and Connie are just talking about Wit, and Mitch mm-hmm. is like, oh, I'm going to go. And I was like, I mean, Mitch is like, oh, I'll go down there for you. I was like, Connie can go down. I was like, oh, I guess she's probably covering Wit's end. Yeah. But for a moment there, I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, well, and then there's the whole identity theft situation. And then Connie and Mitch and Wit all leave. And Wit's just like, yeah, Nick can watch the shop. Yeah. Nick's just abandoned. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the episode starts out with with Connie talking about not knowing how to refill the hot fudge. Yeah, because Eugene's not there. Right. Well, because Eugene and Nick always do it. And Wit's yeah. like, how, how do you not know how to refill the hot fudge? Yeah. Which is just like a, it's a fun bantery thing. Yeah. But the, the, the crazy thing is, I, may, maybe enough time has passed that Nick's come in. But I think Nick's there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is he doing? And then like Connie won't leave the shop. And once again... I think Nick's Nick is there. there. He's and just then hiding Wit. in the closet. And then Wit's like, oh yeah, we can just leave it with Do Nick. Do they get breaks at Wit's end? Do you think that they give them, like, breaks? I Like, you clock I out for 30 minutes and then you clock I, back I in? I don't think you clock in or out at Wit's end. You think they get paid salary? No, I think Wit just, like, gives them a 20 and a pack on, pat on the back. Like, I, I don't feel like there's any formal currency exchange at Wit's end. There's got to be, yeah, there's got to there, be. There has to be, has but to be I've never sort of pictured yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm imagining <laughs> like, some There's no way Aubrey's paycheck is taxed. Uh, she might get paid under the table. I think a lot of them get paid under the table. I think there's a lot of like a, hey, you want to come wash my deck? I'll give you $40 situation. But like money is never an issue in Odyssey. I mean, it is for Tom at the Timothy Center in yeah. that one arc. Yeah. And then it stops mattering. Yeah. Because magic. <laughs> yeah. And then... Like when they're doing a money episode, it's a point they make. Otherwise, they not do not all. care. Gilmore Because Because we later like... We, we find out, actually, it's like in the same conversation where they're talking about, that is very Gilmore Girls. Uh-huh. Man, I'm, I'm lagging behind. It's okay. You're but doing it, good. But it's in this conversation where we find out that Wit has multiple credit cards. Yeah. Which surprised me, considering the Connie Kendall credit card episode. Oh, yeah. And how infamy. anti- Yeah, I mean, he's got to have a business card, is my guess, is he probably got to have, like, a, a credit card for Wit's end and then maybe a personal one. Yeah. But- but it's so it's so funny because I just imagine. Or maybe he's like one of those guys that has a credit card to just accrue good credit, and he uses it for like coffee and stuff. Right. Well, I mean, that's that's a pretty good way to live. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like maybe that's what but he's canceling. Just, yeah, I don't know. It feels like credit cards should. 
I for whatever reason in, in my it's mind I was like that I was man like, pays with cash right. and Werther's well, yeah, originals because, only because in that Connie credit card episode which granted was like 10, Six years? 50, 10 plus years before probably yeah realistically like, yeah like it's like one of the first couple episodes it's it's in the earlier episodes like 10, first 10 albums so so yeah it, like there's it's probably maybe times have changed but like that's the episode where tom's like i only pay in cash yeah i buy everything in cash and i assumed what would be the same way oh yeah despite being a millionaire but apparently he has mm-hmm. multiple credit cards oh yeah and they get stolen yep the information gets stolen yeah and and the way that he says they're talking about like people who like identity theft and like they're talking about like yeah people's information is left up oh online you, you mean you mean that. when connie doesn't know identity theft what identity theft is so that odyssey can explain to children what identity theft is yeah, is that the scene you're talking yes, about connie is a child in this episode that's one of my like <laughs> negative things they, she's such a kid she doesn't know well, anything they just, they just needed an audience surrogate because they're dealing well, yeah, of with course. like but why'd it have to be Connie? Yeah. They're de- well, because there are no kids in these episodes. Yeah. There is a kid at the counter at the beginning who Connie, like, gives food. Yeah. And they have a line, and it is uncredited. What kind of food do you think that they have there? Like, they have ice cream. I think it was ice cream. I don't I don't know that it was actually food. I do just... you think you can get, like, sandwiches? Ice cream is food. Well, yeah, it is. But, like... They've probably got a panini press. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting a very, like, I salad can... works sandwich menu situation. Mm. So the whole reason Wick got taken downtown, mm-hmm. his a car that was in his name was involved in a hit and run. Yeah, because the car hit and run, but they got the license plate. The people reported it to the police. Yeah, the police ran it, and ta-da, Wick. It was Wick, and then it turns out that it was a car that was rented. Yeah, and so they go to the car rental place. Yeah, it was a tercel yes which they specify like three times and i did not think that was a real car as a child and i have since no, found it out it is it's a toyota a... manufactured from 78 to 99 and replaced by the echo yep because i researched this show for no reason no i mean um, thank you that's good to know <laughs> uh but yeah it's not a rental place though it's a used car yeah, place used, yeah used because car it is um honest al no honest... no 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 uh shoot it is he he's honest Irwin. Irwin. Honest Irwin. But my friends call me honest. <laughs> my friends call me honest. You come what? for a car, you leave, leave with, with a, a friend. friend. <laughs> that was good. That was very good. I uh, I really appreciated that. Sorry, our buddy Bob Hoos. Yeah. Back at it again. So good. Oh my gosh. And he's so funny. He's like uh yeah he's he's genuinely good. And they're like asking him about the car. And he's like, oh, you know, they had all the stuff and then yeah, yeah. I don't even. He's. I don't even know where to start with Honest Irwin. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, I. Probably by the time like we cover like so we're covering these. One part at a time. Yeah. More than like the extra trilogy or quadrilogy, whatever the mm-hmm. the, the four episodes at the end of Novacom or even like Plan B, this these episodes feel like one piece yeah so it's gonna be hard to cover some stuff in ways similar to like when we did like under the influence yeah where we have to speculate about where stories are going in like a crazy thing like i don't know like i'm having a hard time knowing 
how much to say this episode versus what we want to save for next and the one after that and trying to track plans the whole way through so we're just gonna kind of stick with what we know in this episode i mean that's what i was Um, banking off of but it's gonna mean yeah we don't have a ton of information about what's going on because this episode is pretty i don't know actually yeah it's setting it's a lot of setup Mm -hmm. so it's all the setup actually so so the the um borland's in town uh for some reason yeah because i don't know he needs to to be in chicago and then yeah and then he is looking for mitch's fbi decision by the end of the week yeah um and then and the and so um eventually they're able to involve the the fbi in this thing because they find out that stuff was happening over the internet yeah basically Um, if you if you take the if you take somebody's credit card information from the internet then it's a fbi thing and not a local police thing right so mitch can help right um because the fbi handles internet fraud and mitch can help because he's kind of fbi he worked with them once yeah it sounds like he was like given a set of keys to the store like three months ago and then he's like i'm just gonna work here now (laughs) yeah there's there's a lot of i don't know there's a lot of weird stuff where people are like way too like giving of information over this episode like the and like how are they just able to just do all this stuff right exactly honest Irwin gives gives wit the gives wit and mitch the fake license info of the guy who bought the car well i mean if it is wit then maybe but yeah that is that does seem like it's it should have at least been taken by the police right because the police well, have already the, the been police there. already got it yeah and so now mitch is asking for it again but like I but you'll know. just give it to these two random right. people after you yeah. give it like why after, do you need it i just give it to the police you're worried about the like the whole thing is with identity fraud yeah yeah Yep. it's like dude honest Irwin, learn um, also uh fun, just funny to note from like that that whole scene is is connie like trying like connie's just kind of tagging along yeah on this trip like she feels very much like the puppy that's following behind oh 100 yeah doing their like detective thing when she is and she she does that to serve the purpose of like being points of exposition right she doesn't know anything because she's a woman and also like the the part that she's like you know i i kind of appreciate puppy connie because she's a bit more chill i will say the last couple episodes we've covered yeah connie's been she's like not necessarily chill but fun yeah she's, like, she seems connie's to be fun more again relaxed. the oh my word the silent bad, good cop bad cop and mitch is like how about, about you, you be, be silent, silent cop? cop? Yeah, that was It's so funny because women shouldn't talk. No, they shouldn't. Or vote. <laughs> and if they do, definitely write in ballot only. <laughs> but but it's... I, I genuinely... I think I... <laughs> I do oh. genuinely think silent cops are funny bit. Oh no, it is funny. Like, How would you be silent cops? Well, because she's like, she's totally like, I'm with you guys, and Mitch is like, nah, no, <laughs> nah, no. you ain't. You don't, you don't know no. this. It's not like we're the three musketeers. It's like we're, I don't know, the two musketeers, and you're our dog. Yeah, I guess we already did make the dog joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, that so. The episode is a lot of bouncing back and forth between Wit and Mitch investigating this mm-hmm. identity fraud and Connie um, 
talking about talking with people about you know what they're gonna do what she's gonna do yeah about mitch's whole fbi decision mm-hmm. it's like you she know, talks to mrs uh what she talks to joe she Joanne, talks to joanne and they go out shopping I, she's like anything to shop which i was like yeah whatever right. i yeah but the thing is the thing with that is that feels less like a stereotype and more like a character character thing. point oh yeah i thought like, about that because connie's she, she, she connie's antique got, store she shops yeah. like professionally yeah and and connie's connie's always been a shopper person so yeah. they're like that that sort of thing made sense. But, man, Joanne's just the best. She's so sweet. She's so, like... And, like... Okay. You know... I think, like, my my, my beef... My beef with with uh, Joanne's advice is only... Like, it's not really that. It's just... I don't think that it's as simple as she made it out to be. Whereas it's, like... Because she was talking about her own situation with Jack. And, like, mm-hmm. how everything kind of fell into place. And, like, that's how she knows she knew that it was good. But I'm like, I feel like that's not the case for a lot of people. And, like... Like, you still have to do... Yeah. Something. Yeah. You you, you can't just, like, like let it happen and... If 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 it falls into your lap, then it then it's right. then, then, God then it's it from God. And if you have to work for it, then at it's all, not. Then God. it's not like not that, the way that works. Yep. And I don't really think that's what she's saying. No. She's more just like telling no. anecdotes about her own life and that yeah. sort of thing yeah. in like a great way. But it does when you take a step back, feel a little bit like yeah, just just wait for God to make things happen. And if yeah. He doesn't, then you know it was wrong and it's like oh no 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 that that doesn't check out i don't think but yeah waiting upon the lord does not mean literally doing nothing but it is most of the time sometimes it does but these conversations like connie's handling all of this so well in my opinion yeah in a much more mature way yeah than the last few episodes where she's been like whiny and like clingy and all of that stuff and she's been this feels like way a... more like she's a human being who's like trying to grapple with the idea well she's feels more like the connie that we've known for mm. like 20 yeah. years or something like that like yeah and it feels perfectly in character it feels in character and she feels much more and there's a little bit more where like it's kind of assumed at this point that mitch is going to join the fbi yeah like everybody's kind of talking about it as though it's a done deal yeah um and so she's more yeah i don't know she she's just coming across more level-headed and like mm-hmm. like she has and the same thing with mitch too yeah with mitch's side of things like it's very much like he's not being petty it they're they're actually like empathetic characters in this point and they're not, you know, either stereotypes or just being annoying and dumb and whatever. Like you actually, yeah, I just, I really, you know, appreciate the development, I guess. And yes. maybe, I don't know if this is payoff. Like, I don't know if this excuses the way that Connie was written before because she seems like she's doing better now, but it definitely helps. I will say yes. That. Yeah. I, I still stand by, like, we need to take stuff as it comes, and those episodes... It wasn't as though she was going through an emotional arc. She was just poorly written. Yeah, yeah. And, like, as much as I feel bad calling out, like, bad writing... Because I don't... I'm not a writer by any means, but I just, like, 
yeah. it just fe- a lot of it, that did feel out of character but this feels totally right. in character and yeah. and i think it helps the episode a ton like yeah. if connie was being annoying right now this episode would be miserable because it would just be like secret agent annoying girlfriend secret right. agent annoying girlfriend right <laughs> and this episode does what like is a is odyssey odyssey at its best structure wise is this cutting back and forth between two stories mm-hmm. that are connected because it's a like cohesive it's, universe it's the same it's basically there's three characters in this episode with yeah. other people who within all three of these episodes with other people who bounce in and out yeah but like it's you know you, we get scenes with combinations of connie mitch and wit and what and makes it, it so good is because of two, how much we know them right they're well-established characters and we have two stories going on mm-hmm. but they're not like it's not as though it's but the adult co- plot yeah. and, and the, kid the kid plot, plot. Yeah. which is also fun but just like this has a real maturity to the storytelling that i love well and it's so good because it, it does it does play both sides of the coin where it's like you do like those moments in counter moves and in um i guess like in battle lines where like it cuts to connie being really broken up because mitch is dead right. like well dead but right. um like yeah, yeah that guys, makes Mitch sense a lot. we have to acknowledge like it's so good to acknowledge like this is all happening at one point in time and if this was just the spy episode i don't think it'd be nearly as good no i fully agree yeah. and i also think it would work less if it was, was just just the eight just or um just the relationship thing because part of the strength of these episodes of this episode is we see like this is mitch getting to use the skills he's acquired to help people close to him and at a point where he's not sure if he wants to join the fbi he's still trying to figure that all out he gets an opportunity to do basically that same work and you can see how much he loves it yeah that it sells you so much harder on and he's this so is what good he's at supposed to do. Yeah. Like, this is, this is where he's being led career-wise. Yeah. This is the work he needs to do. There are definitely hurdles in the way, but, like, yeah, it's just, it's like a great confirmation. Yeah. Of, we're not, it's not like he's grappling with this abstract idea of joining mm-hmm. the FBI. It's like... This is work he loves, and we're getting to see him love it rather than him just telling us that he loves it. Yeah, yeah, and and it it, it pads it so much, and it's like, and that's a great testament to the voice acting as well. Oh, to the voice acting, to the writing, and like this is this is a an incredibly satisfying thing where it's like it feels like it's falling into place in that way where it's like you know. It reminds me of like the, like the old like cheesy sports movies where like the dad who used to be really good starts playing and he can throw a perfect spiral or something like that and you're like yeah of course like this is what he's good at like it yeah. makes sense that you know that he's so good at it mm-hmm. like he used to be and he has a lot of <laughs> practice in it and yeah so yeah. I yeah it's really really strong in that in that regard and I really like Connie going and talking to Joanne about this like. That's incredibly mature. Like we've talked about, like 
Connie needs friends and Connie needs to talk to other people. And right. now she's actually doing that. And yeah, I know, still it's wish overdue, she had a but peer, Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but I, I like Joanne as a mentor. So the we we kind of go on to this whole internet fraud thing. Mm-hmm. So someone has over the like stolen Wit's identity off the, mm-hmm. over the computer and Mitch discover decides to run a search to figure out what basically explain actually yeah, yeah explains to Connie what IP addresses are mm-hmm. and how it's like this unique identifier of a person's machine kind of like a fingerprint they use yeah. that analogy through this and um and so he's going to basically run a scan on the computer to see if he can figure out who hacked into Wit's accounts yeah. by seeing if there was an IP address left behind. And there was. Yeah, well, yeah. It's not It's not really how computers work, no. but it's passable. It's enough. As far as, as far as this sort of thing can go in this show, I'll give this portion of it a pass. Yeah. Um so yeah, so they're running this on this the, is the thing. plausible Mythbusters review. Yeah. And Mitch gets the um Mitch gets the results, mm-hmm. finds out is his IP address cuz he has his IP address memorized. He's a nerd. <laughs> but yeah, fair. <laughs> but but there he's talking about like so this is where there's some issues. So IP addresses are set by it was like internet based. Yeah. So they're not unique to specific computers, computers or yeah or profiles they're, or anything. Like right. That. Or right. So there's no way an IP address is tied specifically to Mitch. What he what they should be talking about is MAC addresses, which is a specific address for the hardware on the computer Mm -hmm. that you know so every device that is internet connected has a mac address yeah and that's probably what they should be talking about here uh because there he's he's talking about a lot of stuff where you know oh like they must have pretended to have my ip address from their computer which doesn't like there's a lot of stuff that doesn't add up yeah in this portion but it's fine also the score is is so good phenomenal in this episode it's counter moves it sounds like counter moves to me. yeah they're they're pulling they're pulling novacom-esque score but it's different oh yeah definitely and it jumps around a little bit more like Mm -hmm. it's not they're using kind of different yeah little different riffs for every i forgot how much different music there is in odyssey oh yeah because we were just listening to novacom and it was all very similar yeah but this is like oh yeah it'll be so great it'll be really interesting if we ever do like uh uh um kids radio yeah um, radio theater what's that btv well btv but there's yeah the sort of things where they have like the more skits and they're Mm. like jumping between like genres and the score is really good in those yeah um which we'll have to have to cover at some point um but yeah uh so yeah the other the other like plot with um 
Connie and Mitch we didn't hit on is them going to um, driving out to get uh, brunch mm-hmm. at a place um, and they go to Frank's Breakfast Inn which stands for FBI which Mitch takes as a sign of God because they're whole they're all throughout this they're trying to like discern God's will yeah um, and... which is like such a thing like oh yeah it's, it's I, a thing. like, yeah, Person, personal anecdote, like, that's definitely a thing. And as jokey as it can seem in this show, like, I've been there. Yeah. Definitely not, maybe not to the point of, like, you know, diner signs being what gives yeah. it away for me, but being like, so, uh, so what do you want to do? Oh, God. <laughs> like, we got oh, a deadline yeah. here, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I don't want to anger you, because then I'm going to burn in hell. So, <laughs> you can help oh, me out man. here. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing. Yeah, it um, is. <laughs> their whole, like, jumping around about the FBI thing. They apparently talk about it the whole way through brunch. And then, um, Connie's like... Well, FBI also stands for, could stand for forever, forever bad, bad idea. idea. <laughs> it's just like, oh boy, yeah, that's, that's the acronym you picked. I'd be bad idea. It could be any other F word. <laughs> <laughs> the one expletive Odyssey episode. <laughs> bad idea. <laughs> oh yeah, but that that that, that F word is uh is friggin friggin exactly <laughs> thanks lee two um, g's <laughs> but but yeah and then i don't know you, you before we hit on like the big reveal finale of this episode mm-hmm. anything that we kind of glazed past you want to dive more in or no nah, i'm good thing all right unless you have anything no i i really i really don't um go for it we there's yeah i don't know so our big reveal we cut to the prison there's a prisoner being taken out of their cell by a guard clean the bathroom right the clean the bathroom sound engineering so good so good sounds like dank yeah it sounds very like not the not the hip way but in the like there's like dripping water kind of yeah like mildew Um, growing in the corners yeah and we find out that there is a guard. This guard is in on a scheme with Bennett Charles. Ray Charles' brother. No. Dang it. He's back! And it's crazy. Yeah. It's uh, nuts. It's so good. It's really good. And so they're And his voice acting is so good. It's oh, better in this episode than it is in Novacom. He has gotten to like lex luthery schemey levels like yeah. it's delightful mm, just so now just nailing it absolutely killing and, it and he's like and the guards talking about like them mm. getting money from like hacking into these computers doing all this identity theft yeah and he says it's much more than money it's sweet taste of revenge and that's what we go out on heck yeah it's great i am so glad we are covering these episodes. It's so good. I, I love genuinely I love after like recording the last one and then yeah. being on a hiatus and all that. I was just like, 
man do i want to do this anymore like like is this yeah. is this where the show ends and no i am i am I'm so in shock squad i will not abandon you there's we still are... merch to be made <laughs> we haven't gotten your money yet <laughs> that's true we haven't made a cent off of you and we are not quitting until we, we do, do. yeah <laughs> and we're not gonna go to the anchor ads because that would be easy <laughs> we're gonna take your money the old-fashioned way through uh... patreon and merch <laughs> oh man but yeah, I am so excited for the next episode. Yeah, this episode is so good. Funny thing, the discussion questions are ridiculous. Oh, and by oh. that I mean they aren't. Okay, okay, ask me. Ask me a discussion What crime question. was Wit accused of? What? Yep. He, he was accused of a hit and run. Yes. That is when you hit a person with your car. Like, you, you, your, your car hits their car, and then you speed off. Exactly. What is Mitch's dilemma? That he has a week to decide whether or not he wants to work for the FBI, and working for the FBI is to some extent abandoning Connie. Connie is trusting that God will reveal the answers to Mitch and herself about him joining the FBI. When have you had to trust God in your life? Whew. All right. <laughs> we just went deep. That, it's like, what is the, what are these questions? Like, normally they're like, pretty like middle of the road and it's just like plot plot when have you had to trust god <laughs> yeah i had oh my gosh yeah i i, I love this episode it's so good i love it's, these, these yeah this it, whole three part yeah. is amazing it's it's great setup mm, it's so good but yeah uh yeah. closing thoughts on the episode other than how much we love it i'm just i'm so ready to cover the next one yeah me too me too so um feels good to be back yeah good to be yeah back, guys missed you chalk yeah. squad uh yeah yeah feel free to reach out let us know what you thought of our uh weird bonus filler episodes that we put out those are good i like those. I, <laughs> I had fun with those um but but yeah uh otherwise you got anything in the plug department andrew no uh i mean there will be a there will be an italy recap pod um because, I mean, I don't know if I... Did I talk about it on the podcast that I was gone? Well, I was gone for two weeks in Italy with yes. uh, my best friend. So, there will yes. be a there will be an Andrew Sabo Friend of pod. the show. Yes, friend of the show, Nathan, Nathan Haverstick. Haverstick. Friend of the pod. Uh, there'll be there'll be a recap pod coming up. We were going to record while I was out there, and then we just didn't. Because yeah. I didn't break my mic, because I didn't want to, like, you know, try and navigate that. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally understandable. So, yeah. looking forward to... More stuff with that. An Andrew Sabo podcast with yes, Nathan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yeah cool cool what about you you have anything to plug i'm i was i was racking my brain trying to think uh, just a weird general pl- i mean i just for my straight up general twitter i've been way more yeah, active have. of, oh, of recent yeah. so uh dj weaver 29 on on twitter yeah um i've been stuck with that username forever maybe i'll change it someday but it's fine if you, if you see one that, that yeah don't follow um, me on Twitter. I just retweet other people's stuff. Yeah. I don't. My my Twitter presence is non-existent. <laughs> if you if you care about me at all, just follow me on Instagram. There you go. Or email me. There you go. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, tweet at the pod before you tweet, tweet at us. us. Yeah. Tweet but, at the pod. But if you're interested in seeing my, I don't know, lukewarm takes and that sort of thing, nah. you can you can follow. Dylan's me a delightful on. person. I don't think on, that they. The I don't think that the sweet chalk squad has made it this far 
without liking us as people, yeah. at least a little bit. Fair enough. And we'll be back in a week to talk about episode 524, here today, gone tomorrow, part two. Bye, guys. Bye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Episode 32, Here Today, Gone Tomorrow, Part 1, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. <laughs>